This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 147. Five do's and don'ts of goal setting. Hello and happy new year. So excited for 2018. Welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a super long hiatus away from it. The lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, The Ripple Effect, in our Dancer's Dialect segment, Fitted Together. In our freestyle flow segment, Did You Know? And in our feature presentation, Five Do's and Don'ts of Goal Setting. Thank you so much for joining me and happy 2018. Some people sing in the rain, others dance in the rain. I say, why wait for the rain to dance? I'm Alex Suspides from the Project Book Podcast, and you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my good friend, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. I love Instagram. Of all the social media platforms, this happens to be my favorite at the time. Obviously, the visual aspect... I love the inspiration and the encouragement that I receive on the posts, and it's very easy to use. I think that's what I like about it, too. It's not so cluttered. So anyway, with our Step to Success, the tool I want to share is an app on iOS called Ripple, R-I-P-L, and I've linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 147. Ripple is a really simple app to use to animate your Instagram posts. It also posts to other platforms. I use it just for Instagram. So I've been playing around with it a little bit. It's kind of fun. You can add music to it, obviously change the fonts up. You can have the animations do different things and it's very simple to use. So if you want to add a little pizzazz (laughs) to your Instagram posts, check out Ripple. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is envoite. It is a classical ballet term, and I will link a video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 147 so you can see it in action. So this step is an intermediate advanced ballet step that is used in a combination, combination of different things. And it was brought to mind because I was thinking about a class that I took a few months ago where we did ambotes across the floor. And I thought, it's been a little while (laughs) since I've done these. It's been a while. And I thought, okay, when you haven't done something for a while, sometimes it feels kind of weird. And being back in dance, that's been the whole discovery process of, ooh, I did this a long time ago, I got to relearn it again, or my muscle memory has to kick in again. So it's been awesome with rediscovery and tweaking and learning different things and approaching technical steps in a different manner. So envoite 
envoite, obviously French term, means fitted together. That's the literal meaning in French for envoite. And what it is, it's a type of jeté, which is a jump. And it can be used in a turn or jump combination, which you'll see in the video in the show notes. It's a quick video on what it is. And the dancer moves and alternates their legs in a bent position. So, And it's a springing action, the jumping, the springing action from the floor into front attitude. So the leg is bent in the front. So you'll see, it makes sense. But when I think about the meaning of envoite, on, <laughs> I'm having a hard time pronouncing it, envoite, when it mean, the meaning of it fitted together, it got me thinking about how can I fit things together that go together so I can be more productive, more purposeful. For example, with my podcast interviews, I've been working on for a while now making sure as much as possible that I can schedule my interviews on specific days and specific times. And that way I can focus and batch them together. Now, it could be if you're not a podcaster, it could be your errands, like in just in your regular life, if you do errands or have to get errands done, can you bunch or batch or fit together certain errands that go together so you can just get them all done at once, maybe uh, designate a specific day and do that for your dance training. And I've done this on and off where one day is specifically focused on either a technique or it's uh, focused on one aspect of choreography or how I'm approaching learning choreography, that kind of thing. So I need to get a little bit more intentional about that. And I actually have been as I'm preparing for certain things and working on certain things. But envoite, fitted together, what can you fit together that will help you be more purposeful in your dance, in your life and in your business? And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? The statement, did you know? First of all, did you know that I have a private Facebook group called the Dancepreneuring Collective that I would love for you to be a part of? Yes, I'm putting in a plug for my private Facebook group. (laughs) So I would love to get to know you better. And you can send me a direct message so I can add you. I would love to get to know you better and help you in any way that I can. So the statement, did you know, is a theme I'm experimenting with for Tuesdays. I call it Did You Know Tuesdays, and I'm doing it for the month of January. And we'll see where it goes if I continue with it or not. So I pick a theme or a word or a concept, and then I, I elaborate a little bit on what it means to me. So like this past Tuesday, for Did You Know Tuesdays, the word was mustard. And <laughs> I get some interesting responses on it. For me, one funny story I can share with that word that was brought to mind is that I used to mix mustard, ketchup, and mayo together and use it as paint on walls in the attached storage shed of this military housing that my family and I stayed at while my dad was stationed in Hawaii. So... (laughs) I don't know why I was trying to be creative, but I I can still remember mixing all that together and the smell of the mustard and the ketchup and stuff. Kind of silly, right? But so one of the responses I got was about mustard being used for this, actually sounds quite delicious, this bagel, everything bagel sandwich that Joey Cooper puts together. Joey from Boogie's Own Utopia, Jan Fam, the movement, who I will have on the show here shortly. Very interesting background and story and uh, what's happened in his dance career. 
And then um, Wendy Takahashi, a dear friend of mine whose daughter Riley is an amazing dancer and I train with her sometimes in different classes and she's just an awesome performer. So <laughs> she was telling me about her husband using mustard for leg pains, I believe. And then um, it's, it's so cute because they have in honor of that, they have this mustard bottle Christmas ornament that they put on their tree. Isn't that cute? So it's interesting. One word elicited this conversation. So did you know Tuesdays? We'll see how that goes. But Yes, did you know that you can join my private Facebook group, The Dance Printering Collective, and we can talk about stuff like mustard. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Happy 2018, a new slate, new opportunities and goals to look forward to. Starting fresh, if you haven't already closing the chapter of 2017, whether it was good or whether it was bad. And I have mixed feelings about the word resolution, not really mixed feelings, but it's not something that I use much anymore. Because to me, the word resolutions is restrictive. It's fear based, it has been fear based for me for the longest time, because I would set these resolutions. And I wouldn't either follow through or I would I don't know, make excuses or whatever, try to ignore or just not even set them because I knew that I would fail. And so that downward spiral of why even try if it's not going to happen. So I had to change my mindset toward that. And with this new year with setting goals and that kind of thing, I'm really a proponent of finding what works for you and really knowing the why behind the goals that you set. So that actually leads into step number one about the five do's and don'ts of goal setting. Thought, of course, it's appropriate to talk about it because we are in the new year. And usually by October, November of the previous year, I've already set goals, everything's written down and kind of planned out. But this year that did not happen. This past year that did not happen. It just got too involved in things and not in not in a bad way. But I think the biggest thing for me, which I feel really good about is that I didn't reprimand myself or put myself down because this person said, well, if you don't have your goals set by this time, then you know, it's not going to happen. And you're not going to set yourself up for success. I think with timing and your timetables and the journey that you have ahead of you, it's all you and it's all unique to what your process is going to be. And I say better late than never <laughs> for a lot of things. So I am excited to get into these five do's and don'ts of goal setting. And of course, thought it appropriate because it is the new year. So my mindset and approaches have changed quite radically throughout the years. And I'm so thankful that there are options available. And that leads us to goal setting do number one, which is do ask yourself why the goals are important to you. Because if they're important to you, they don't necessarily have to be important to someone else. And you don't have to base your goals on how they appear or what they are for someone else. And that's what I had done before I'd set goals in business based on what my mentors at the time would think is appropriate, or what would get their approval. And that just did not work for me. So ask yourself, do ask yourself why the goals that you set are important to you. Step number two of 
do's and don'ts is actually a don't. And what I would say about that is don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed by the mass majority options availability of techniques and software and planners and journals that are available out there to set goals and to plan. You have to find what works for you, whether it is the smart goal process or you have a planner or software or you're working with a coach. I'm for all these things, but you don't have to have all these things all at once to achieve your goals and to keep you on track. That's your decision, but you have to find what works for you. I'm going to link an article that I found very helpful that I think you should check out if you're having a challenge with resolutions or what you've done before hasn't worked. I really like the simplicity of what was presented in this article written by Tom Tate, who I met at MapCon, the conference I spoke at in New Jersey last two years. That's just been such a wonderful experience and have met wonderful podcasters and business people. So Tom Tate wrote what has worked for him and it was based on and what it's based on are themes, not resolutions, but themes with words. And so I'm going to link that in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 147. And check this out because here again is another option that is not overwhelming. It's simple. And if you found that quote unquote resolutions, not my favorite word, word has worked, has not worked for you, this might be another approach. Find what works for you. Number three is a do. So do allow yourself to indulge in the emotions of achieving your goals. Make it as sensory as possible. When I think about some of the goals I've set for this year, it brings me to tears sometimes when I think about it and meditate on them and the feelings I get and and seeing and visualizing what would it feel like achieving them. And Wow, I <laughs> it it makes a big difference when you can have your heart and your emotions involved in the process. It makes it so much more real and tangible and just more wow, more I, I I'm at a loss for for words obviously, but involve your emotions. Don't be afraid to involve your heart and your emotions in this goal setting process. Number 4 is a don't. And this I learned, oh my gosh, I could go on about this. Don't share goals with people that aren't directly affecting the outcome of it or posting your goals just to say that you post them and just the mere saying of them without a strategy or work behind them will make them come to pass. I've made this mistake so many times before, before I started dancing, actually, this other thing I was involved in. And I thought, okay, as long as I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing, based on getting the approval of these people, and just me saying it and saying it to whoever, even if they're not directly involved in helping me achieve them, then that's going to make it come to pass. Kind of silly thinking, right? But I was so naive about what it took to make something happen. And, And it's funny, I've talked about this before with certain people that with a glimmer of hope, it, it doesn't take that much hope to get you to do something. So like, I would have even just a little bit of hope that maybe, maybe, maybe this little thing that I do, even if it doesn't feel right, doesn't make sense that it would work. And it never did. Because I ignored my internal compass and what I was feeling because I was told for so long to ignore my feelings. 
feelings have a place and they're not to override everything. But I paid way too much, like I paid not enough attention to my feelings and buried them for so long. So I would say share your goals with people that are important to you that can affect the outcome, not that they're doing the work for you, that's up to you. But what I'm saying is that you want to put all the quote unquote odds in your favor to achieve. And that means that sometimes you don't share your goals with the whole world. You can't if that works for you. Great. That did not work for me. And that does not work for me to just post it on Facebook that I'm going to do this, this and this. And for me, that's based out of fear, because, oh, gosh, I'm going to look like such a fool if I don't achieve this, because I put it out there. I don't want to operate out of fear. Now, if that works for you, that like I said, you find what works for you. But for me, I don't operate from that place. So share your goals with people that matter. Number five is a do. And I want to end with a do on a positive note. And one thing that helped me and encouraged me so much for this upcoming year. And that is to do a review of three things, very simple, just three things that you did well in 2017. And I have to thank Mark Asquith of the Seven Minute Mentor Podcast, Excellence Expected Podcast Websites, amazing entrepreneur for this tip. And he talked about this and I did it. And it made me feel really good. So thank you, Mark, for this tip. And I found it very helpful. I'm going to do this every year because a lot of times, even if you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve for the past year, it's very easy to get down on yourself. But if you can focus on these good things, three simple things, and know that you've made some progress, and it's about becoming and the process of what you're becoming as you're moving toward these things, it's for me, it's very gratifying and very encouraging. So I want to end with this quote by Zig Ziglar, that is one of my favorites and something I've learned and I've had to really focus on because it's what it's about. And, And again, with everything, the journey, the process, what you're becoming, and this is his quote by Zig Ziglar, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. So what are you doing to work on your goals this year? I would love to hear about it. And you can send me a message in Facebook or send me an email or comment on the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 147. And I would love to hear how you are making 2018 an amazing year for yourself. If you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play, and that way I can continue improving it, as well as get your name out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to spending time with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.